0: Today's scripture reading is taken from John chapter 7, verse 53 to John chapter 8, verse 11, and also from Mark chapter 1, verse 4 to 11. Then each of them went home, while Jesus went out to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. Now what do you say? They said this to test him, so they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, that anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away, one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus went alone with the women standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, "Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on do not, sit again. do not sin again. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he baptized you with the Holy Spirit. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him, and a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, with you, I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God.
1: Good morning. Eh? <laughs> Today, I like to uh, uh, reflect upon uh, our life and, uh, through the lens of the Bible. And I title is Jesus was left alone with the woman. So then that was, uh, that's my uh, summer tyrant. So. And chapter seven, I just uh, uh, briefly uh, touch upon the, the, the settings of the, the today's story. Chapter seven ends by saying that then each of them went home. Then each of them, the people, went home. Chapter seven is about a story that. Uh, Many different and hostile people trying to arrest Jesus and to lay their hands on him. The Bible says, Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. Verse 44 says, Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid laid hands on him. There are different people, different groups of people here. One group of these people think they know where Jesus came from, and from what kind of family background. So that uh, they very cynically say that Jesus cannot be the Messiah. They said, now some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is not this man this the man whom they are trying to kill? Can it be that the authorities really? Know that this is the Messiah, they cynically kind of laughing at the, the, the government here. The government trying to arrest Jesus. Another group believes in Jesus, uh, they believe, but not as the Messiah. They believe in the miracles Jesus did, but not. Jesus. They just believed in Jesus, it's the number of miracles Jesus did, how uh, spectacular uh the, the Jesus miracle were, but they didn't believe Jesus They only believed number, they only believed uh the the, the the miracles, that's all. Many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, When the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? So they They do believe Jesus, but they don't actually believe Jesus is Messiah. And there's another group, well known group to us Pharisees and chief priests. They want so badly to lay their hands on Jesus. They want to just do something harm on Jesus Christ. But there are many people. Kind of a support Jesus Christ, so they are afraid of the public, so that they just, they just sent temple police. The chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. The Bible says. They were different kinds, different group of people, but they all shared one common faith. They have faith among themselves. Not in a single time, not in a single time, ever and ever, no prophet comes from Galilee. No prophet, ever and ever comes from Nazareth, Galilee, Galilee, the unknown, not so powerful and marginalized, marginalized reason in Israel. Bible says that the people say, "Search, and you will see that no prophet is to arise from Galilee." Galilee? That's not possible. That's not possible. That's what they believe. This kind of group? This kind of college? This kind of a family background? No, that's not possible. No good things, good person can, comes, comes out of that background. That's what they believe. So they try to arrest him, and they try to lay their hands on him. But as we all know, they all failed to do so so that each of them went home, and what happened afterwards, John chapter 8, 1 starts like this, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Mount of Olives. This was the place Jesus always went, habitually, Jesus always went to this mountain. Only one purpose to pray this is this was the place jesus went to pray after all this loud and noisy commotion and fuss was gone he went to the mountain by himself he didn't bring his disciples by himself he him went God. no one else there and there he prayed early in the next morning He came back again to the temple, where another loud and noisy commotion was waiting for him. All the people came to him, and he sat down, and he began to teach them. Right there, this time, the scribes and the Pharisees brought one poor woman who had been caught in adultery, adultery, and making a stand before all of them and questioning Jesus like this, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now, in the law of Moses, commanded us to stone such a woman. Now, what do you say? They had only one intention, they said this to test him, so that they might have some charge to bring against (laughs) Jesus. But very strangely, Jesus didn't respond to them at all, but he just bent down and wrote with his fingers on the ground. In the midst of this noisy fuss and craziness, he was the only one who was calm, they said. It. Then they raised their voice. When you are uh, when you upset, and you just uh, keep Telling something at somebody, and that somebody doesn't respond to you, that makes you feel much more angry. Right? And then you just, they just like this, you just didn't respond. And then they got much more angry, and then they just kept pulling our question on him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to them, "Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her." And once again, he bent down and walked on the ground. We don't know why he walked on the ground. The list of their sins, we don't know. Or Jesus giving them some time to think about themselves, we don't know. And soon after, they went away. One by one, beginning with the elders, And there, only Jesus was left alone with this woman, this poor lady. This time, this, this woman standing only before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. In the midst of lots of people in this crazy world, 2,000 years ago, in the temple of Jerusalem, I see two lonely people. Two lonely people. and the woman. Chapter 7. People try to grab Jesus, try to lay their hands on him, they try to make Jesus stand before them, try to charge him, try to make Jesus' life much more difficult and shameful, and try to strip Jesus naked. But they failed on. And in chapter 8, this time. They actually grabbed this poor woman. They laid their hands on her. They made her stand before all of them. Successfully charged her. Successfully made her already difficult life much more difficult. Successfully made her extremely shameful. They did sweep her dignity. All naked. In the midst of this crazy crowd, in the midst of this crazy world, I see these two lonely people. But there's difference. The walk of Jesus was very much different than the walk of the woman. Jesus was very lonely, but dignified. The woman was also very lonely and humiliated and miserable. Jesus bent down, riding something on the ground, was lonely but dignified. The woman also bent down on the ground, not by her own will, but grabbed by somebody powerful and pulled to the ground, Miserable. humiliating. And I see also my life and our lives. Maybe the similar from this woman. Look at the verses here on the screen. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made him her stand before All of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such woman. Now, what do you say? I just highlighted my point there. What kind of life? The life grabbed by somebody. The life caught. The life brought by somebody pulled to the ground, shoulders dropped, humiliated, naked, posed here and there by somebody, by something, by this powerful, by that powerful. That kind of life. This woman on this ground cannot have her own will. She cannot have a name, cannot have any dignity. She may want something so badly. She may hope in her life something so badly, but they are all in vain. When people hit, be hit. When people push, be pushed. When people undress her dignity, be ashamed. Crying, but no one around her listens to her cry there is literally nothing she can do on this miserable ground pulled by someone powerful, by someone righteous. She is voiceless. She is just no one and nobody. And many times our lives become like this. And many times we really, somewhere out there in this world. Many times there are a lot of lives that just like this poor lady. And there is another kind of life that meets her life. To this life, all different people and authorities tried to lay their hands, but this life just bent down and wrote on the ground. This life, no matter what, so much dignified, said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first one to throw a stone. These people, these crazy people encountered this very strange life and one by one from the elders to the younger ones went away from her. This person, that person. This authority, that authority. This powerful, that powerful. This righteous one, that righteous one. Like a scarlet letter on her body here and there making her life miserable and humiliated, all those things went away from her, all detached from her. How much we want our life to be like this. How much we want our life to be free like this. How much we want our life to fly high, so free in the sky. After all these detachments, the Bible explains the situation. Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Again, Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. In other words, all went away and only the woman was left alone with Jesus. And I believe Our spiritual journey is exactly like this. Only me was left alone with Jesus. Only Jesus and me left alone. Jesus asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. No one. No one, sir. No one. Spiritual journey is like this. No one, sir. No one. The person who caught me, the person who brought, the person who pulled me to the ground, no one, sir. The attachments, the shame, the regrets, all of them, sir. No one, sir. No one. Then only myself stand before him. Only Jesus, me, Jesus and me who sinned, caught, brought, and pulled to the ground. Jesus, stand up. And see, there is no one except me or me left. And baby, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir. No one. They are all gone. Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way. Go your way. Go go not not somebody else's way, but go your way. Straight up your shoulders. Walk your way. The way only you can walk walk now with dignity. Jesus was left alone with me standing before him. This must be our journey. One winter in the year 2013, I had to say a final goodbye <coughs> to my father. How much I had something in my heart, to say sorry for him, how many words I hurried him, how many turning back I showed him, and how many words I had for him, but life was so long. With Jesus standing before him, as a pastor, I could shed light on this on that hospital room with God's messages and many many prayers of mine and where my father was lying down but eventually life was alone with jesus standing before him and must go his own way the journey only he must take the journey i must take even though my father had many words not spoken for me yet many worries for his wife who soon to be a widow Life must be left alone with Jesus standing before him. On my journey, there could be many companions, there could be many friends, your friends, your parents, your children, your spouses. But I must go my own way. I must take my own journey That's my portion of this life. That's my journey that no one else in this world can take. My father's faith is my father's faith. That's not my faith. My faith cannot be my precious children's faith. That's my faith. They must take their own journey. Only me left. Only me is Jesus. The way Jesus walked was always like that. On the way, there were many people who liked Jesus, and also who hated Jesus, and also who didn't care about Jesus. And Jesus went to the Mount of Olives by himself. There only Jesus was left alone with his Father, God. That was Jesus' journey. One dignified step, another dignified step. Jesus took the journey, the journey only Jesus could take. And I always wonder, what did Jesus do at at that mountain, at the Mount of Olives? Did he say a lot of words to God? Did he cry? Did he wrestle? Today is the Sunday of baptism of the Lord. You may not know, but today is the Sunday of the baptism of the Lord. That's why we read uh, the the, the passage from from Mark. When Jesus got baptized, there was only one voice, only one voice heard from heaven. And this voice was very intimate voice. Bible says, a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am very pleased. I believe this was the voice. Jesus kept listening at the mountain, over and over and over again. When so many people tried to grab Jesus, tried to lay their hands on him, tried to catch him and bring him to where they wanted, tried to pull him to the ground, making him undignified and humiliated, on this very lonely journey, Jesus kept going to the mountain and listened to this voice over and over again. Reminded himself over and over again, this one voice, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. When only God and Jesus left alone, Jesus stand before God, probably on the cross as well. Listen to this voice over and over again on the cross. You are my son, the beloved. And you I am well pleased. Jesus, my blood, you must go your own way. Even your way leads to the cross, the death. you must go your own way. No one else can take your way. That's your portion. That's your calling. That's your vocation. And Jesus listen. On this mountain, this voice over and over again came down, to the, came down from the mountain and he goes away. He go to that crowd. He go to that dark, dark, crazy world. No one else, no one else. Jesus could walk the way to the cross. One step, another step, another step. As Jesus had this one voice from his father, Jesus left one voice to this poor woman. Neither do I condemn you. Go your way. And from now on, do not sin again. Listen carefully. Go your way. Go your way. Only Jesus said, the woman left, and Jesus said to her, Go your way. Go to the crowd. Go to the creation world, go your way, take your own journey, but this time with dignified step, another dignified step, go your way, walk strong, walk tall. I pray that we may live like this, walk like this take my own journey, like this. Go where only me and Jesus left alone. Stand before him, detach from the things that were pulling me to the ground. One by one, they went away. And only me and Jesus left alone. And when Jesus asked me, Where are they? Has no one condemned you? Then I, I must say, I must proclaim to this world no one, sir, no one, and I listen to the voice, neither do I condemn you, you are which means which other word. you are my son, the beloved, you are my daughter, my beloved, with you I am well pleased. <coughs> listen to this voice Move and walk again and get up from the ground. Brush the dust. Stand up dignified. Square your shoulders and go your way. Walk the way. Stand strong. Stand tall. Walk strong and walk tall. Take the journey. The only the journey only you can take. That's your portion. That's your calling. That the journey. Only you and with Jesus Christ, Amen.